Hello and welcome to Kingdom Conversations, a ministry of Faith Covenant Church. We are so excited to have you today as we talk about all things related to the Kingdom of God. Hello and welcome to Kingdom Conversations. I am so excited to kick off 2023. Happy New Year. I have an amazing friend, mentor. She's a teacher. She's a missionary. Um, She's my friend here today. And we are going to be launching a conversation about some of the topics we discuss in the Freedom Workshop. So, Debbie Friley, would you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do? What is a navigator? What are the navigators? The navigators have as their motto to know Christ and make him known. And in other words, to minister out of the abundance of your relationship with the Father. And the navigators are a missions organization. So they Mm -hmm. have, we have many staff, 4,000 staff around the world. And one of the most difficult mission fields this country that we live in. Yeah. So that's crazy. It's I mean, getting, you, know, you wouldn't think that you would think going over to another country. Right. Sometimes it's easier in other countries because they're more open. Mm. And in our country, often people already know it all and they already decided they don't believe. And so it's really important to learn how to ask good questions. Yeah. And to love people. That's, that's the good. greatest weapon of that's all. So good. Well, I am excited that you're here and um, we get to talk. We got to talk this morning for a long time and pray. And so I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Are you? I am ready. Okay. But he's ready. That's most. That's the all. most important part. So um, one of the key components of the Freedom Workshop, it, it changed my life. I know it's changed many lives, is when we start to pay attention to whose voice we're listening to. So would you kick off Song of Solomon 2.15 And I'm going to ask you, whatever order you want to do this in, to share your very first opportunity to practice listening to voices by telling us the story of your brother. So this is always fun for me to retell this because I need to remember this every day. There's always new events to apply this message to that I'm going to be sharing with you. Um... But the verse Mary's referring to is Song of Solomon 2.15, and it says, quick, with an exclamation point, catch all the little foxes, not some of them, but all the little foxes before they ruin the vineyard of your love, basically, with the Lord. So what are foxes? Those little voices that you hear that aren't God. Satan, the demons of your flesh, but they're not God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit. And so as God began to unfold this message to me, I realized there was no way that I was going to be able to discern which voice I was hearing because I was busy listening to it. It was a bad habit. And so I prayed and I said, God, would you show me when I'm hearing any other voice than yours? Would you show me when I'm rehearsing conversations in my mind with myself? Would you show me when I'm rehearsing conversations with other people in my mind? Now, honestly, I have to say that I kind of thought that I talked to God all the time and I wasn't really (laughs) interacting with those other voices, praying without ceasing, but always could improve on that. Well, if you Mm -hmm. want to know if you're engaging in other voices, listening to the wrong voices, just ask God to show you. Really important point here. John 15, five says, apart from me, you can do nothing. So this isn't just about getting her done and Mm -hmm. getting it right. 
but it's about this intimacy with the Father. It's, it's very important to understand, Lamentations 3.37 says, can anything happen without the Lord's permission? What's the answer to that, Mary? No. No. So in regard to that, when something comes into my ear, it's Father filtered. God is allowing me to hear it. Maybe it's things from my past, maybe it's memories, but just remember, as a new creature in Christ, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, I have a past, it does not have me. Amen. I have memories, it does not have me. Yeah. I have all that, you all have memories, you all have a past, but positionally, they don't have you anymore. Yes. We know that Romans 6 teaches us that he broke the power of sin. The power that sin has over us has been broken. And so all those other voices we're hearing are not God's voice. And so I would like to have you think about it this way, that when you hear the wrong voice, you have feelings about that. You have anger, sadness, depression, discouragement, all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So I will say it this way, your feelings are your best friend. Yeah because they let you know what's going on. They let you know if you're hearing God's voice or not. When you listen to God's voice, he encourages you, he directs you. He may be disciplining you, you may feel convicted, but there's purpose to your pain. Yeah. So when God allows the enemy to whisper things in your ear, whatever it is, it is father filtered and nothing happens without his permission. But God is training you, such an important point here. Yes. If you choose to listen to God's voice, you're stepping into training. If you choose to listen to those other voices, you're choosing torment. Yeah. Maybe it's a lot of torment, maybe it's a little, but God never intends for you to make that choice. Yeah. So when Satan, the demons in your flesh knock on your door, your response is Jesus. That's for you. Yeah, I love that. Or I just like to start saying his name, Jesus, 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 and start telling him, Lord, I know that's not your voice, or Lord, oh my gosh, it's making me feel terrible. It's just Psalm 51, 6, God desires truth in the innermost being. And so God is just interested in us being intimate with him. That's the bottom line. So um, I want to give you an example of what I'm talking about here. Mary loves this example. She always refers to it, which I do too. I tell it almost every workshop I teach. Um, So God had been laying out to me this little bit of what I just told you and much more, but this is enough for you to understand what I'm going to say. So my brother and I are very close. There's just two of us in our family. And you know, when you're really close with somebody, that person can make you feel like you hung the moon or they can make you so angry that you want to smack them. (laughs) And I'm just being honest and I hope you all will be honest too. I think everybody here relates to that. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So anyway, we had a family situation that he and I were called upon to help out with. And, um, we both went and we did that. And then I don't remember even what the disagreement was, but we both were angry with each other. Mm -hmm. And we had both driven separate cars to where we went to solve this family problem. And uh, I remember hearing him slam his door to his car. And I slammed my door 
Now, I am a Christian and I'm a missionary with the Navigators for almost 40 years. Uh, but I was mad. Uh, when you're a passionate person or even if you're not, that anger can just show up. So I got in the car and I have to tell you that I forgot to remember everything I just told you. Everything. And I was having a conversation with myself. Now, this was before the days of cell phones or those ear things you put in. Everybody yeah. knows you're, they can see you talking there, just assuming you're talking to somebody on the phone. But I started having this conversation uh, with myself. And I told God, I didn't tell God. I was having a conversation with myself. <laughs> I hate him, I hate him, I hate him. I'm never talking to him again. I'm not bringing him dinner. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I'm never calling him and so on and so on and so on. And at that, and I mean, the more I talk, the angrier I got. Mm-hmm. And my blood was boiling. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, John 10, 27 says, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. And God just nudged me and said, basically... Uh, and press this upon me. I want you to now turn and tell me how you're feeling. Yeah. Oh, well, by this point, I understood that I had a throne of grace to go to, yeah. that I would receive encouragement and confidence, and that I could cry out to God without holding back, like Psalm 77, 1 says, that I could just let it out to God, and that I couldn't infect him. Yes. I could infect you, Mary. Yep. But you know this message, and so you wouldn't let me infect you, and you would get me to God. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking to God now, and I said, Lord, I am so angry. I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. I'm never calling him again. I'm so sorry. I really don't hate him. And it was the most amazing thing because, you see, I had actually put in my earbuds because I didn't want anybody to think that I was, uh, you know, just crazy person talking. To yourself in the car. To myself in the yeah. car. yeah. And, but when I started telling God how I was feeling, see, I had changed my audience to God yeah. instead of me, myself, and I, and the dark side that was right. listening. They were loving it. Mm-hmm. But when I started talking to God, I just softened immediately. It was quite amazing. And I just said, God, I, I really don't hate him. I'm so sorry. I just, <laughs> I really, he's the best brother in the whole world. And I was just carrying on with God. But I had that moment when I started talking to God that I told God exactly how I felt and that I didn't like what was going on. And, but as I was crying out to God without holding back, what happened, I quenched the spirit earlier when I let that anger overtake me. Yes. I listened to those other voices. I yes. chose it. Yes. Um, we know that Romans 6.16 says, don't you realize that whatever basically voice you choose to obey becomes your master. So now the ball's in my court. I can't blame it on somebody else. I'm making this choice to engage in that. Mm -hmm. And so while I was crying out to God, he is following right behind clearing the temple. Just like the scriptures say, don't be like a dog returning to his vomit. So if you eat food that's poisonous, right? You get food what, Mayor? Poisoning. Food poisoning. And if you're at home, where do you want to go immediately? To the bathroom. And you're going to do what when you get there? Throw up. Right. <laughs> and you're really, really happy to have that opportunity to do that yeah. because you feel so bad. Yeah. And do you feel good while you're going? No. No. Do you feel good while you're throwing up? Nope. Tell me how you feel when it's all out. <sighs> relief. Yeah. You feel relief. Mm-hmm. Absolutely feel relief. And so then do you look in the toilet and examine everything that's in there? No. 
what do you do? Flush it. Thank you. So it's the same way. It's a gross illustration. It certainly is. Yeah. But it makes a point is that when you cry out to God without holding back, just like when you go throw up, you cry out to get rid of that poison. You cry out for him to heal your feelings and emotions. The spirit of God gets quenched when we engage in those other voices. In other words, we push the spirit down. Yes. Just a visual picture. Yes. But when you start talking to God and throwing it up, he is falling right behind, clearing the temple until it's all out completely. Yes. And then you have life and peace. Yes. Because Romans 8, 5 and 6 says, the end of that says, that if the Holy Spirit controls your mind, there is life Amen. and peace. Yes. And I had life and peace. Yes. And let me tell you what happened. I actually picked up my phone and I called my brother and I said, could you ever forgive me? I am so sorry. And he said to me, could you ever forgive me? Mm. I'm so sorry. <sighs> so do you see what took five, less than five minutes, that whole yes. thing I just told you? Yes. It could have taken five hours five days, five weeks, five months, five years, 55 years. And that does happen in families. We yes. know that. Yeah. But because God had taught me that I have no obligation whatsoever. Romans 8, 12 yes. through 14. You want to finish that verse? Because I know you know it. So, so dear, dear brothers and sisters, sisters, you have no obligation whatsoever right. to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. For if you keep on following it, you will perish. But if through the power of the Holy Spirit you turn from it and its evil deeds, you will live. For all who are called children of God, or for all who are called led, led by the Spirit, Spirit of, of God, God are children of God. Romans 8, 12 through 14. Right. Thank you, Mayor. <clears throat> but basically, no I have, pressure there at all. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you you all know that scripture memory is definitely a journey. And so I don't get it right all the time myself either. But the the awesome thing about God is is that when you go to him, he really does clear the temple. Amen. He cleans us up. Right away. You know yes. what I was thinking of is how many times, and audience, I know you're probably listening and you're relating to some of these things. How many times do I lay on the couch with the, you know, when you were using the example of food poisoning and I'm in pain and all I have to do is a Psalm 77, one, turn and cry out to God without holding back. And he can totally clear the temple. He brings freedom. And yet I lay there in pain and I don't, I don't even know that it's sometimes as a conscious decision. So it's practicing right. that habit. And that's what this workshop is all about, is it's teaching us to really think differently about, um, I love when you say that feelings are our friend, mm -hmm. because feelings can be a little tricky in this world. People live by their feelings, and feelings are not necessarily true. Right. They are real. We're really feeling them. But if we let them become indicators, right. that's what gets me to the throne of God. You've taught me that through years and years. Can I tell you a story that just recently happened to me that goes right with this? Sure. So um, I can't even tell you how many freedom workshops I've done because God knew that I needed it more than any other person in the world, which is to remind me to pay attention to whose voice I'm listening to. And so um, at the beginning of this year, I got COVID. I had, it took me eight months to get well and I've been well and I've been praising God. And then three weeks ago, I got COVID again. And my reaction to COVID is cardiac. And so I start to have uh, my heart beats out of my chest. It goes from normal to like 115, 130 beats a minute. My blood pressure goes skyrocketing. And so this happened. 
And immediately I heard this voice. Oh, here we go again. It's going to be another long year. Sure. Hope you don't have a stroke. Should you go to the hospital? I mean, like instantaneously, all these voices started swirling because my heart's beating. My mouth is dry. I feel like I've been plugged into the wall. And I heard the Lord say, not my voice. And it just stopped me in my tracks. And mm. then I did Psalm 77.1. I cried out to God without holding back. And he said, Mary, do you believe that I make the dead to rise? Do you believe I make the deaf to hear, the, the blind to see? Do you believe I've had every day of your life planned out? When I changed my audience, God changed what I was hearing. And can I tell you, I went to bed totally in peace. Mm -hmm. I Nothing had resolved at that point. It did within 24 hours. But at that point, the Lord freed me in the midst of the storm. That's real freedom. Freedom is not right. when you're well, then you are good. It's right. when you're not well, you're at peace. Amen. Yeah. So, you know, the important thing also in what we're talking about is you can always tell when someone else is listening to the wrong voice because of their behavior. Now, I have to say that it doesn't come so easily to recognize when it's you. And that's why it's important to have close friends that know this message. And it will probably sting if they say, Mary or Debbie, do you think you're listening to the wrong voice? Because when you're listening to the wrong voice, you don't want to hear somebody tell you that you are. And then when you're listening to the wrong voice, you go, what do you mean by that? Right. <laughs> right. So it's really important that, you know, we pay attention to our behavior and it, those feelings are so great because like you just said, you really know that you're going down the wrong path when you start feeling like that. Yeah. And John 10, 10 says, the thief comes to kill, yes. steal and destroy. But Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and have it abundantly. Yeah. And I can honestly tell you, I've been teaching this workshop, I don't know, 20 plus years now. Um, I, I'm not sure that I really ever understood exactly how do I walk in this freedom? I wanted to. But I didn't, I thought, do I perform it? Do I do step A, step B? No. It's this intimacy with God. Yes. And you know it is because nothing happens without his permission. He's the one that's letting you hear those voices. He's yeah. allowing it to happen. And not to mention the fact that if, in, if you're in a family or you're in a workplace, Zechariah 11, 11 says, they were watching me and they knew that the Lord was speaking to them through my actions. Yes. I can't perform that. No. This is a deep intimacy with me and God. Yes. And I also want to refer back to what you said when you were laying on the couch and, you know, it's like, oh, I just don't feel like getting up and going or, you know, whatever. Right. But that's a feeling also. And so I noticed that the time that I need to go talk to God the most, I'm hearing this little yapping voice saying, mm -hmm. oh, you don't want to do that. You know, you just need to lay here. You don't feel like it. That is not God speaking to us yeah but it is god training us yes because every time he lets us hear those other voices yes he wants to know do you know what i did for you on the cross yes. i broke romans 6 i broke the power they have over you yeah. all your past present and all that junk has been completely taken care of on the cross and that's why jesus said it is finished it's finished. You are the new creature in Christ. The old has gone. Amen. Second Corinthians five seventeen. The new has come. Yes. And either it has or it hasn't. You can't have it both ways. Right. And so choose this day whom you will serve. We have to decide what we believe, yeah. because if you if you're wishy washy on this, you're going to have a life that's like in James chapter one. A double minded man is unstable in all his ways. Yeah. 
Like I say, I believe all these things that I read in the Bible, but my choices and my actions reveal whether I really do or not. So here's a question for you, Debbie. Um, okay. Let's say somebody is struggling through marital issues and their spouse is really being unfair and they're just miserable. How does this message apply to them? Oh gosh, that's a great question because it's a real question. Um, I like to, I call it meet my king at the keyboard, not the piano, but the computer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so whether you meet your king at the keyboard or you meet Jesus in your journal, the first place you start when there's marital problems or whatever the problem is, you go talk to God about it. Mm -hmm. And if you need a little bridge and a help, uh, you could call somebody that understands this message of what we're talking about because they will get you to God and they'll make sure that you meet your king at the keyboard because they're going to ask you, will you text me and tell me after you did it? Yes. And if they don't, you ask them to check on you. <laughs> and as a note, Debbie, how many times have you asked me to text you and you've sent me to do that very thing? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yes. And I've been sent quite a few times yeah. myself by yeah. many people. Yeah. Um, but you must first of all go and tell god how you're feeling you have to get all get rid of all that because you genuinely may be hurt and genuinely maybe it is exactly true but maybe it's your interpretation of what was said in the conflict or whatever yes yes. and so you can't think clearly when you're all clouded with all that hurt and maybe even sin is in there who knows But while you're talking to God, you have to stay there until you have life and peace. You don't leave until he completely washes you. 1 John 1, 9 says, if you confess your sin, he is faithful and righteous to forgive you for your sin and to what? Cleanse you of all unrighteousness. Now, I'm not saying that feelings and emotions are sin. That's not my point. They can certainly lead you down that road very quickly. Yes. So we need to keep our mouths open to God and our mouths shut with the people that we're interacting with that are having having problems. Which sounds with. so beautiful and easy. But it's not. It's not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing easy about it, but yeah. people that come and often say, oh, you just need to forgive them, please do not go tell people that. Yes. Please have them go to God and cry out because after you get all that out, you are filled up with the Spirit. Yeah. So Galatians 5.16 says, walk in the Spirit and you will not carry out the desires of the flesh. Yes. So when you get it all out, now you're in the spirit and now you, forgiveness has to be the result. If you're still in the flesh, I can tell you, you didn't get it all out. You still need to throw up some more because forgiveness is the result of being in the spirit, but then you're not done because now the father and the son are inviting you to join them in intercession over what you just talked to God about. Can I just say the reason I had such a strong response to that was that was, it took me a little while to learn that. It wasn't just about me being free, but then in my freedom, praying for others. And so I'm thinking, you know, that night I went to bed, I'm able to pray for others. I could have prayed for COVID, but I started just praying for people that God was bringing to That's mind. That's great. And yeah. well, but I forget that. That is the easiest right. part to forget. But the joy that comes, the supernatural joy that comes, that's easy to be forgotten. If we have to close this up in like the next 60 seconds, somebody's listening to this message and they're saying, but Debbie, you don't understand. I'm in a job I hate. I'm in a marriage that's really hard. I'm having adult children who are rebelling. What is one thing you would say to encourage their heart today? 
I would say, again, Romans 6.16, don't you realize that whatever basically voice you choose to obey becomes your master? So you have an opportunity to either be a solution to the problem by praying about what you just poured out to God or a problem to the problem by just staying where you are. Choose this day whom you will serve. 1 Kings 18.21 says, how long will you hesitate between two opinions? If God's voice is the God and the voice you're going to follow, then follow him. If Baal, the dark side, is the voice, then follow him. But you can't have it both ways. You have to decide. Yeah. I think as we close, the one thing you said tonight that the Lord just reminded me of it, washed over me, was that this is not a formula either. This is a relationship, and it's supernatural. And God does things. When I feel super angry and I think there's no way to be reconciled god changes my heart he changes my heart before the behaviors change yeah that's our god that's our god oh thank you for being here today and i pray that if you are listening to this and you want more information about it please reach out Um, my email is marnold at fccstpete.com we're getting ready to have a freedom workshop but um this is 2023 and we never know how long these are going to go on we can point you to the one that's available and coming up soon though Um, And we're just thankful that we get to participate and have these conversations. I pray that your heart's encouraged. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to Kingdom Conversations. We look forward to you joining us next week.